Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. I am John Hennigan, and this is Fish Talk Radio, and we have on the line with us, direct from the beautiful city, the capital city, the city of peace of Baja California, Sir La Paz, and Grizz, it's always a pleasure to get you on. You've been so busy that we haven't had that much opportunity in the last couple of months. No, John, it's it's true. You know, I really enjoy the show and being on it, and I really miss it. But I have been uh, kind of busy lately. <laughs> well, maybe we'll cover that in a little bit. One of the things that we would like to do today, if you don't mind, Grizz, because um, we would like to find out more about La Paz, but I think in the upcoming segment, we don't have time right now, let's go over about how to fish, how to rig your boat, how to catch fish out of La Paz or, you know, any place else that uh, has a similar type of fishing. I think that'd be great. There's a lot of things that, uh, you know, that people do or do not understand. And then, of course, a little bit later on, we're going to be talking about the, the advances in uh, equipment and techniques as far as remote-controlled drones that will go out and find a fish for you. Yeah, well, that's what they're talking about. Let's see what happens with <laughs> yeah. the drones. <laughs> no, we will. Uh, but, and, you know, I've, got, I've noticed on Facebook that the new boat you've got out of Cabo, wow, I can't wait to get on that. Now, remember, we're Yeah, good. we sure did. We picked it up, John. Yeah. Uh, so many people are asking us uh, who to go out with and uh, what to do, so... We just figured out, come out with me. Yeah. No, it's awesome. You know, with the Blue Sky, the 43-foot, you know, higher-end boat, that's very reasonable price for what it is. Um, or if you just want to spend a serious day fishing and you got four people, uh, the now is it called Grizz's Mona Lisa? The Grizz's Mona Lisa, it sure is. It's okay. a 33-foot uh, well, contender. We're going to be right back and talk about that, Grizz. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the Grizz. So stay tuned. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Are you ready for a whale watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year. And there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring a whole family for an unforgettable whale watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. 
Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara. Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. So you're covered in sand up to your waist thanks to the excessive digging of two very ambitious children and you think, wait, did I lock my Impala back in the parking lot? And normally you'd just sit and stew about it. But you live in a time when an OnStar app lets you control your car from nearly anywhere in your world like it's some extremely remote control car, which it kind of is. So you tap the icon that zaps a signal that says to your car, boop, here's a signal to flip the mechanism that locks the door that sends a signal back to your phone to say yes. Your car is now safely locked. And you gotta wonder about the guy walking by when it happens. He's like, wow. And you're like, wow. And if you slow your brain for just a nanosecond, you realize just how amazing modern technology really is. All because you drive a Chevrolet Impala connected by OnStar. For details, availability, and system limitations, visit OnStar.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back -back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts, glory, Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with the Grizz. Uh, Grizz, I'd, I'd have you go sing along with that uh, uh, the, <laughs> that little music bumper we had, but I'm I'm not sure that's be a good idea. Might be a little gravelly. Grizz, uh, thank I you. Could sing almost anything, even opera, if you like. John. I'll bet you could. You know, you constantly surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me a bit if you could. I just never heard it. But you never went to my Facebook and look. Uh, not on a Facebook, but on uh, uh, was a YouTube, uh -huh. and just look for the Grizz Goes Wild if you want to hear me sing and play a guitar. Oh my gosh, I'm not sure I want to do that. Uh, a lot of people like it. You okay. might be surprised. All right, I will. I will. But Grizz, we, you come on frequently, and I think by now everybody knows that uh, that you live in La Paz. And you've got, uh, th I don't know, three, four, five different television shows. Now it's hard to keep up with you and plus all your distribution. And, and uh, you know, you're, you're building your own charter fleet down there with a, with a new boat that I saw on your Facebook. The, uh, uh, what a beautiful, perfect boat. I mean, that's dynamite for, it's got, you know, and twin 250 Yamaha or 250 Hondas, 500 horsepower. That thing must fly. No, I don't have Yamaha. I have Yamaha. Oh, oh they are Yamaha? But anyway, 250, yeah. two of them. That thing must fly. Yeah. yeah, it does. I can get it up to 42. Wow. Well, you you can just uh, sleep in late and still get there before everybody else in that, huh? Exactly. That's the idea. Yeah. You know, get out there and get to bait and take yeah. your time. And, you know, John, not so much beating everybody. That's yeah. I generally go where there's not a lot of people anyway. Yeah. But uh, why I like five really fast boats 
As you know, down here, you got these storms coming in, these swells. Oh. I like to get home without getting wet. Oh, so if there's something coming, something chasing you, you just say, we're out of here. Yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. Grizz, we talk a lot, and you've given us a lot of information, but today for the next few minutes, what I'd like to talk about is we're talking about your boat. Let's talk about setting up a boat, what equipment that you need, what gear you need, and what you use it for and how to use it. Can you do all that in about two minutes? Uh, two minutes, no, but I can do it as fast as I can. All right. No, I'll give you, I'll uh, give you more than two. I try to go out in a big ocean boat. I try to have uh, two fifty wide reels. Uh, those I like to have on each corner and with big poppers for trolling on those. And then I like uh, 30s or 40s for the outriggers on and then i like a uh 40 also up top for shotguns Mm -hmm. so you're actually trolling five rods at the same times my rods i like are five and a half feet i do not like six foot rods they're heavy and you can't fight a fish correctly Uh, there's been a big confusion over the years about Mm -hmm. that well the shorter the rod uh, i try to keep my rods down i've even got a four and a half-foot rod, tuna rod I use. Well, the advantage of a shorter rod, if people are wondering, is the fulcrum, where if you're holding it at one end and the fish is pulling at the other, the closer you are to the line that you're holding onto, you know, the, less, uh, uh, the, more, the more power you have. Well, you've got power, especially on tuna, because, you know, they're a diving fish anyway. Mm-hmm. So you need that. And then another thing, a, a long rod bows. And mm-hmm. so you're actually fighting the bow, and uh, not the fish. So, I mean, if you got a straight rod uh, and it's five and a half foot, I mean, you can do some horse and you can, when they make that jump, you can, uh, you know, reel faster. Mm -hmm. And you can get it in probably, I would say, 35% faster with a shorter rod Mm -hmm. than a longer rod. Grizz, let's talk us for a a minute because there's some people listening that that are probably going to go down there and fish with you. And when they got a fish on, it's not the time to be giving them instructions on what to do. They'd have to get pretty, a pretty good idea before they sit in the chair. So let's give them an idea about how to allow the equipment that you're using, the gear that you're using, help you. Now, the, obviously, the idea that, that you mentioned was the, uh, you know, the shorter rod. And I, I myself, you get a, a big fish on, so what you want to do, it's running, so you want to pull back on the rod to put pressure on the fish, but you're not. All you're doing is putting a bend in the, in the, in the rod and that, that's causing, you know, that's, that's difficult to do. So, you know, you, you, you want to get a short rod or else you point the rod at the fish. But give us some tips on when they sit in the chair, some of the things they have to remember if they're on a, um, you know, a marlin or a good-sized tuna. Well, first of all, John, don't sit in the chair. Okay. I mean, the chair, uh, let's stand up and fight a fish. Let's <laughs> put two feet apart yeah. and use, if you have to use something, use a fighting belt. And, uh, you know, feel that fish on there, feel that butt against you, and become part of the rod. If you're going to fight fish over 400 pounds, yeah, sit down. But if you're not going to fight them, it's a 200-pound fish, uh, stand up there, fight it, spread your legs apart, put that uh, butt right into your fighting uh, belt, and hold high up on the forearm of your rod, and in real with the other, but 
And a lot of it has to do, don't, when you got your hands on a rod, you don't want it next to the reel. You want it up as far as the grip goes, and that gives you the leverage you need to fight a fish. But don't, I mean, you know, you get a marlin on, a 30-pound marlin, for Christ's sakes, don't sit in the chair. <laughs> That's well, ridiculous. Well, the other thing is, is when you're standing up, it gives you the mobility as the fish is running around. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you can go from one side of the boat to the other. Because as soon as you hook up, everybody's going to bring the other reels in, all the rods and the other lures in to give you a free back of the boat. Okay. So you can go from one gunnel to the other. But don't sit down. When you're sitting down, you can't even see the fish when it gets beside the boat. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things, Grizz, I've noticed people do is um, they, they'll reel when the fish is running. Well, that's because they don't know any better. Well, that's why we're bringing it up. It's an instinct right, you know, when that mm-hmm. fish is running and line's going out, they'll keep on reeling because of the excitement. Yeah. And, and, li- and lift the rod everything, up. Mm-hmm. You look at your reel. If your reel's going out, you're not going to be reeling it back in. Right. You know, you have to wait till it stops, and then you bow to the fish, raise your rod up, then reel as you let your as you bow to the fish, and raise it, and then reel again as you bow to the fish. Mm-hmm. That's the way to gain. But uh, reeling to a line that's going out, all you're going to do is get tired and just yeah. hear zzz, 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 zzz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's an exciting sound, but uh, the point is, when, when the fish is running, uh, just let the gear do the work. Point the rod at the fish. Let the let the drag do its job. And sometimes that thing will run for fifty yards, a hundred yards, and you get scared to think it's going to spool you. It won't. The boat to the captain. Well, that's what ca- you got uh, the captain. Right. You know, there's been many times I've caught fish over six hundred pounds, and I get scared because I see it getting lower and lower and lower. But that's when you start hollering at the captain, and a good captain will always be watching that rod or mm-hmm. that reel. When he sees it, he's going to start chasing that fish. Okay. So you don't have to worry too much about getting spooled. Okay. Well, Grizz, uh, we're going to come back in a segment later on and give some more tips about uh, doing some big game fishing because, I, I, you know, this, this, is, this is fun stuff, and this is the time of the year to be practicing it and know what you're doing. Uh, so when you get down to Cabo or La Paz, uh, you'll have a clue what to do without beating yourself up. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Because you do more damage to yourself than the fish does. Well, and again, it, it really is a matter of allowing your gear, uh, because if, if, you're on a, if you're on a big fish and, and you've got it uh, holding onto that reel in a death grip for an hour, two hours, three hours, it'll take a long time to recover from that. And that's not really what you're Yeah, it for. hurts. Believe yeah. me, I've done it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've done Six it too. Six hours is the longest time I've been on a fight. Yeah, well, I've done it too, and you know that's that's why you make you make fun of me. But when a big fish comes on, I go here, Grizz, you take it. <laughs> yeah, well, I pass it to Charlie. There you go. Yeah, well, Charlie's not a kid anymore. But uh, anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to come back. We're going to talk to uh, Simon from ControlMe.com, and we're going to learn about remote controlled. Uh, drones aircraft that can go out and spot the fish for you and we'll talk about that and see if it sounds like a good idea you are listening to fish talk radio please visit us on facebook and also you can listen to the show anytime you want to on cork and fork on fishtalkradio.com grizz we'll be right back
and go fishing. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Near shore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. You get line and I'll get a bowl, honey. You get line and I'll get a bowl, baby. Okay, Chris, you want to sing that one? I can't hear anything of music. Oh, okay. Well, that was the bumper music coming on. Anyway, you get a line. Anyway, uh, let's get back into the to Fish Talk Radio. Uh, Grizz, we have uh, Jordan on the line with this from a company that is called Control Me. As actually, it's CTRL dot M E. And that's it. Control me. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 me. that's uh, what uh, happens to my wife. She controls me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, like to, we like to stay in control over here. There you go. There you go. But uh, Yeah, well, I don't like that name. No, Grizz. It reminds me of my wife. Grizz, nobody, well, can, nobody can control you, Grizz. Forget for, that. It stands for Yeah, I know that. 
But I, I'm sorry, Jordan. Uh, go ahead and say that again. I said it stands for Control Me Robotics. Okay. So essentially, we are controlling the, the robots. In the right. Well, you know what? I really appreciate the time you spent. I went down there to visit with you yesterday to get a real idea because we've talked about it. I've got some ideas about it. But until you can actually get down there, hold it in your hand, and watch it in action, that's, that's the, really the only way to do it. So why don't you start off by giving us an idea about your company itself, what you guys are doing in a couple of minutes. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for having me, Chris. Nice to meet you. Um, yeah, same here, buddy. What we do is we essentially build um, multi-rotors and unmanned vehicles. Uh, they're remote-controlled devices, whether they be flying in the sky or driving on the ground. Uh, our main focus re- recently has been the aerial perspective of, of the drones, essentially, is what they're being called, dubbed as. Um, they do have other names, such as quadcopters, hexcopters, and multirotors. And you can outfit them with camera equipment that, um, you know, what's great is you can do live video feed back to, to yourself on the ground. So you can take one of these uh, multirotors and fly it up in the air for, you know, hundreds of feet and send live video feed back to the ground uh, or, in this case, maybe onto a boat. Um, we've been in business um, over a year now, and uh, we've, we've been able to not only build these, design them, create them, and essentially make them better and make them more uh, targeted toward certain audiences. So we make custom uh, multi-rotors to fit certain applications. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so, I, yeah, I think that's, that's what it is. Now, uh, we're not going to ask you for specific prices, but we do need to have ranges. So if anybody's out there listening to us, they get an idea. Uh, you know, what what it's going to cost for what they want, or at least a range. Now, you, I know that there are these uh, um, uh, multi-rotor remote-controlled aircraft that you can buy for under 200 bucks, And if you wanted to, you could outfit a GoPro on it. But they're really toys. And, of course, if you put a, you put a camera on it, you know, it's going to, whatever direction you have it pointed, that's what you're going to get uh, in, your, in, your, in your viewing. And with the movement and such, you may not get what you want. So why don't you give us an idea about you know, what you guys are doing, because you don't make toys. No, we, we certainly don't. I mean, we, we, we are big kids, and these are our toys now. But um, we, we want to target whatever the customer's needs are, whatever you're trying to accomplish with them. Anything from we can attach an arm that is uh, will come down and, and pick something up, um, or what's primarily being used for is attaching cameras. Um, there are smaller ones that you can have little cameras on, and those are great for flying inside and just horsing around, but they, they don't really serve much of a purpose, whereas we, we make them larger uh, and, and be able to carry a payload, so therefore being able to carry and fly around with a GoPro or larger camera. But in addition to that, being able to send that live video feed back to the ground um, over longer distances. Right now, we've been able to go um, in excess of a mile from our starting point without losing any type of video reception or transmission. So essentially, I could be on on a boat or at my house I have my own screen that I'm watching live video feed from the from the aircraft, and as I fly it, 
It's as though I'm sitting in the cockpit. Um, <laughs> with that said, I can I can fly this thing in excess of a mile, uh, and out in ocean or out in large uh, open areas, that range is just going to be um, amplified because there's well, not going to be anything to block. Right. Well, I'm, you're thinking of remote control like the you know the hobby planes, uh, and you you know you you can see the plane and you control it. But these things, you know, they're small, they're very difficult to see, and from, you know, not only a mile away, but probably from just a few hundred feet away, you, they're kind of hard to see. So how right. do you control they're, it? They're, uh, they're very unobtrusive. They're not, you know, they're not very loud. They're not very big in the sense that a lot of them can fold up for easy travel. Um, but, you know, you're talking the ones that we showed you yesterday are about a foot and a half wide. And, uh, you know, maybe 10 inches tall. Um, and that's outfitted with four propellers, you know, one on each arm. So uh, that's a quadcopter, so it's got four arms. Uh, and that's capable of carrying uh, similar equipment that you can get close to that mile. So it's not like a fixed-wing airplane uh, or necessarily a helicopter. So these do have multiple rotors, multiple blades. Um, and the designation of it's mm -hmm. got four, it's a quad. Right. Well, the the idea of, of you know how do you, how do you control it if it's out of the line of sight? So what kind of what does it have on it that gives you the ability to you know to put it where you want to put it and bring it back? Well, the great thing is you um, you you're looking at live video feed of it. So if you're actually on the ground trying to look up in the sky and see where it's at, you're going to have a harder time at farther distance. Whereas with this, you, we bring. The, the video, the live video, essentially as if you were sitting in the cockpit of it, um, right to right in front oh, okay. of you. So you can you can actually, you know, use your orientation and and, and fly it as though you're flying it in a simulator or in real life. Hmm. Um, but you're standing on the ground. Uh, these do have, all have GPS, so they um, have autopilot systems where, if uh, you know you lose orientation or control, all you have to do is let off of the sticks. And it'll sit there and hover, and that'll allow you to, to regain your your um, I guess your composure and, and figure out where you're where you're heading um, to get you back. They they also have other fail-safe mechanisms that if you go out of range, it again will come back and land right where it took off from. Um, so it's uh, they're, they're pretty smart, sophisticated in the sense that. They know where they are, mm -hmm. uh, thanks to GPS coordinates. Well, when we and talked, it, the, the one that you did that you did yesterday was mounted, and you have a gimbal that uh, would always keep the camera, you know, point. Not only would it keep the camera pointed, uh, but you could control the camera to look in any direction that you wanted to see. That was amazing. Yeah. So essentially, if you imagine uh, standing at the top of the building and leaning down and looking over. Uh, you're, you're tilting your view of what you're seeing down and up, and you have that ability with this. And it's thanks to um, a series of, of little motors that the camera is mounted to. So you're able to control if you want to look down or up, and you also have control uh, with the ship to turn left and right, so you can look left to right. Mm -hmm. um, and in addition with that, it also keeps the video very smooth, very stable. So no matter what angle the ship is going, um, whether you're doing like a hard bank or just, you know, the, the, the tilt is going on, it doesn't affect the camera view. Mm -hmm. So the camera view will remain level right. uh, and stable. So you get those really okay. crisp, clear right. shots. Well, what's, uh, 
What, what Grizz and I are looking at is being able to launch this craft from a boat uh, to send it out to do some spotting or scouting for you. Grizz, would you like to comment on that? Well, yeah, uh, I've been listening to it. I've, I've been studying these drones now for several months, trying to figure out what's the best for me. Uh, I'm not so interested, as John says, going out and scouting an area for fish. Uh, I'm more interested in making television. I have my television shows, and uh, when I'm on the water, I think it would be absolutely fantastic to be fighting a big marlin and having a drone over the top of the marlin so you're actually seeing him jump out of the water. Or I have a lot of uh, uh, sight whale sightings. I'd be out there and I might get some big humpbacks or some blues or some grays. And instead of trying over there and getting my cameraman on top of them or sending my diver out, I could send a, a drone over the top of them, the same as sea lions or, or even feeding frenzies when you've got the birds going crazy and and the dolphins all going crazy to actually send the drone over for that reason, not so much scouting. Although it would be a good idea for scouting if you see something going on, send it over, see what's up there. If it's tuna jumping out of the water, head to it or something like that. But I'm very worried about it dropping into the sea. That's what concerns me. The boat's going to be moving at all times, like you said, uh, if it gets out of range, it's got to come back home. But mm-hmm. if you move right. five feet because of Chris, the current, okay, Chris, we're gonna we're gonna have to get about thirty seconds. So let's just get Jordan a quick response on that, Jordan, for about thirty seconds. Okay, um, they can be used for taking the videos of your you know your big catches, going out and, and capturing the humpbacks and, and so forth. Uh, that's fu- that's fine. They're they're very well equipped to do so. And they're also well equipped to go and right. scout and look to, for to, to bring them back. Well, just just real quickly to answer the question, you're on the water. How do you get it back uh, to the boat? And is it waterproof or can it be set up? Because you know we're we're about out of time right now. Maybe we're going to have to bring you back on a little bit. But I guess the quick answer is, you can do what any whatever anybody wants to do. It's just a matter of how much it costs, right? Absolutely, okay. and uh, you can make them waterproof, and the pricing is okay. ranges from. Well, in, in the meantime, we're going to go go to ctrl.me is all you got to do. And uh, uh, Jordan, we appreciate you coming on, and we'll be talking to you again real soon. And I want one of those. You, oh, gr- we're going to get you set up. <laughs> there you go, Grizz. Stay tuned. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean modern boats with professional friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Are you ready for a whale-watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale-watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year. And there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring a whole family for an unforgettable whale-watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale-watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. I went on down to my favorite fishing hole and I got myself a pole in line. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have from all over the world, we have the Grizz, uh, well, a.k.a. Mike Ritt, sometimes with uh, his, I don't know how many television shows he's got now, but you can always find Grizz at uh, uh, Adventures South of the Border or asobonline.com. And Facebook, just type in Mike Gritz, and, uh, you know, he's got, uh, you can find him on um, multiple television shows, mostly in Mexico, but, you know, he's, uh, well, actually, he, he is a good friend, but he, and he's very knowledgeable. So, but what we're going to do right now is we're going to go to Luis, which is a little bit north of us, up in, uh, I guess, the northern part of California, which is part of the Cal Parks organization. And she is going to give us an idea of why we need to come and see her. Louise. Hi. We, yeah, this is, um, if you like to fish, this is a great lake to come to. Okay. What is the lake? Uh, it's Lewiston Lake. Okay. And we're actually below Trinity Lake and uh-huh. above the Trinity River. Beautiful area. Yeah, it's gorgeous up here. Um, and the, the great thing about Lewiston Lake right now is that we're full. The lake is full. I mean, the, the water level. The lake is full, wow. yes. This is one of the few lakes that our water level never changes. Wow. And uh, the water temperature is about 41 degrees. Woo-hoo, right so, now? Yeah. 
Wow. It's a, a great habitat for trout. Oh, yeah. Not so great for people. Oh, well, yeah, trout like cold water. And, of course, Grizz is... Uh, uh, the adventurer that he is in in La Paz, but he and in his youth he spent some time fishing for trout up in the cooler climates, right, Grace? Yeah, I spent uh, most part of my life in Montana. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful! British Columbia, Alaska, all of that country. Yeah, Luis, uh, what is the elevation if it's that cold? Uh, we're about twenty five hundred feet here. Okay, so that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, we pull our water from the bottom of the Trinity Dam. Oh. And okay. then the water from the lake is diverted to the Trinity River and then the Sacramento River. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, trout like cold water. That's awesome. Uh, so you probably don't have, you know, t- too much bass in the warmer water fish. So if you really catch trout, it sounds like that's where you want to go. It's true. Okay. And give us an idea what kind of trout you'd find in that lake. Um, you know, the, the majority of trout that we have are rainbows, but the, you can find kokanee and browns as well. And uh, the nice thing about Lewiston Lake is that we have a, a, a cage culture project here. So we introduce trophy-sized trout uh, every July. Um, and this year I'll be releasing about 1,000 between 3 and 5 pounders. Wow. And is that just for fun? Do you have, a, uh, you have derbies or contests or you can just go up there and go after them? We do. We have a fishing derby. This year it's July 26th, mm-hmm. and all the proceeds from the derby go back into the project. Uh, and it's just a, it's a load of fun. You know, you come out here and you're fly fishing, and, you know, you catch a, a five-pound trout on your little fly. It's, it's a hoot. Wow. And uh, do you get out there once in a while? Uh, about three times a week. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds like you're living the life. <laughs> it's pretty sweet up here. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, and th- if someone wants to, you know, maybe go to that part of the of the earth, yeah, they've got their. Uh, well, I guess they don't have minivans anymore. You got your SUVs and travel trailers and such. If they want to, maybe even a, a motorhome and go up in that direction. Um, how difficult it is to get to where you are? You know, it's not difficult. Um, we are a little bit out of the way, so I like to say that we're a crowd-free zone. It's never terribly busy up here, so you can. I'm looking at the lake right now, and there's not a single boat in sight. Oh, wow! So for you know the end of June, that's pretty sweet. Grizz, it's been a while since you've done that, isn't it? A long time. Well, maybe we will have to get you up here. I think uh, we we need to go up and and visit with Luis. Oh and, yeah. And uh, and uh, now, if, if someone shows up up there, what kind of facilities do you have, and can they get boats? Yes. Um, the lake itself is eight miles long. Um, you know, there's 15 miles of fishable shoreline, um, so you can fish just from the shore, but we have patio boats and aluminum boats and canoes and kayaks. Mm-hmm. And, the, uh, and what about facilities uh, other than the, uh, that? Is there, any, is there camping or cabins or anything available up there? Oh, sure. Um, we have, I have a small RV park right mm-hmm. across from the lake. Uh, and I have one rental cabin over there, um, and then, you know, full hookups. That's what you'd put me in, isn't it? <laughs> of course. There you go. Because I'm not sleeping on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, girl. I've worked my way up in my life not to sleep on the ground. <laughs> if I don't have a bed, I don't go anymore. And that's what I tell all the people that want us to make television shows with them. If I don't have a bed, I ain't going. <laughs> well, hey, we have full accommodations. There you go. Done. There you go. Well, you know what, Luis? Um, the rumors I heard were true. You're delightful. <laughs> Thank you. 
and you know it sounds like that you're just another reason to get up there. But now, if so, if anybody got a beautiful voice, that's for sure. Well, well. <laughs> okay. All right, Grizz, leave her alone. Well, she okay? does. She Grizz, got a beautiful voice. Grizz, leave her alone. Okay. Oh, she does, John. I'm she's shy, through. and this is her first time on the radio. So, well, I'm okay. shy too, John, <laughs> okay. but she's still got a beautiful voice. Yes, it, sp- it sparkles. Anyway, um, the, you're part of the Cal Parks organization, and you know, I guess a simple way to do it would be, you know, instead of re- you can go to a website or just Google, and what would that be? Just go to uh, 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 Pine Cove Lake, California. Uh, actually, no, it's. Um uh, pine-cove-marina.com is my actual okay. um, web page. And then you can find me on Facebook under Pine Cove Marina. Oh, really? So we can see your face on there? I think so. Oh, actually, yes, because I just went out with my friend Kit, and okay. I put my own picture up there. There you go. Okay, Hey, Chris. we'll come to my Facebook, there you go, Chris. too. Go to Mike Ritz, M-I-K-E-R-I-T-Z, okay. and let's be friends. There you go. Why don't okay, we'll we be, be friends? friends. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Louise. And then, of course, if if you got something to write this down, which you probably don't, but remember, you can always go back to uh, fishtalkradio.com and re-listen and pick up information you lost. The phone number that I have is 530-778-3770. So that's 530-778-3770. You did a great job. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. I look forward to seeing you soon. There you go. Don't you, uh, well, uh, it was great. Gri- Grizz wants you to come down to Baja. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, come on down to Cabo or La Paz <laughs> or wherever you want to go. I'm everywhere. Okay. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay. All right, dear. Mm, thank you, gentlemen. All righty. Bye. You're welcome. Thank you. Grizz, shame on you. Anyway. Well, she has a beautiful voice. <laughs> I know. Well, we're going to, have you gone to Facebook yet? I want to see what she looks like. No, I haven't gone okay. there. I didn't even hear what she said I was supposed to go to. Go to go to go to her Facebook. What's uh, her Facebook name? I don't know. But uh, see, you didn't hear it either. Well, just go to Pine Cove Lake. I don't know. I'll get it for you. Anyway, Grizz, right. let's get back. We were in uh, fishing at forty-two degree water for trout. Let's get back down to Baja. You were ex- talking to us about um, methods of going after big game fishing. And I can't think of anybody that's caught more big game fish than you have. Of course, you're usually the one with the microphone and you hand the rod off, but that's a different story. At least you're on the boat. But uh, Well, normally, John, you know, most people don't know how, how to make that hookup. Yeah. And uh, so Charles okay. and I do all the hookups. Well, Chris, let's go back to it again. Uh, we talked about putting five lines out. Now, the, the reason for five lines, is that like a school of fish coming through the water, or do you want to put something well, different? Well, you know, you ha- I like to think of a spread as almost a, a feeding frenzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like my perfect spread on a boat is on the outriggers. I like to have ballyhoo on both outriggers. Then on each corner, I like to have big skirted lures, the popping uh, skirted lures. And then in the middle rod, which is called a shotgun, it is back, you know, your first, let's go a little bit easier on this. Your corner rods should be behind your boat, the second and a half wave from the boat. okay. Swell wave, yeah. Your outrigger rods should be 
four and a half wave back. Okay. Your shotgun should be right down the center and should be seven to eight waves back. Okay, and that's that's usually the one that's uh, from the fly bridge where the captain made that. Right, that way. that's why it's called the shotgun. Mm-hmm. It gets its name, John, if you remember, because I know you're really old, you should remember From the stagecoach, you mean? Yeah, when the stagecoaches came down, yeah. they had the guy that was watching mm-hmm. the driver. Yeah. And he had a shotgun. Right. And he was called the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Remember? And when you were kids and going into school, how many of them said, shotgun, shotgun? You want to be in the, you Meaning in the passenger you seat. Yeah. in the passenger seat. Right, okay. That's how... Okay. That rod gets its name, right. the shotgun so, rod. Now, now that you've got five lines out, and we've only got about a minute. You've got five lines out, um, and you've got something different on each line. And no, I have two ballyhoo. I have actually three ballyhoo, which are the same. That would be live or dead or no, just bait? No, no, they would be sewn ballyhoo. Okay. So you can control And then them I have my two big plugs on the corner part of the boat. Mm-hmm. That uh, are throwing water and making all, you know, bringing up attention. Mm-hmm. And generally, my marlin will come up, look at my big plugs. If they don't take the big plug, they'll go off to the left normally and take the outrigger with the ballyhoo. Uh, right. If they miss that, they will come up from behind right. and come again, and they'll take the shotgun. Right. Ballyhoo. Well, and, uh, you know, i got some other questions, but we're running out of time. Um, do you use a circle hook and not and, and setting the hook? But you know what we're going to do is we're going to tease people with that because we're going to talk about it again next week if you're available. Uh, I will be in Cancun fishing tarpon next week at this time. What, they don't have telephones there? Anyway, Grizz, uh, we got. Not where we, I'm going. I'm Grizz, going back in the jungle. Grizz, we got to go. fishing for tarpon. Grizz, we got to go. Thank you very much. Go to asobonline.com. Go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to the whole program and find out a lot more information. We appreciate you tuning in to Fish Talk Radio. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISHRAP. That's 877-F-I-S-H-R-A-P.
If you're looking for a magical and unique gift for someone special, look no further than the skies above you. Santa Barbara Soaring specializes in glider rides, making memories that last a lifetime. Experience Santa Barbara, the San Inez Valley, and Central Coast with the silence of soaring. Purchasing a gift certificate is just a couple of clicks away. Visit SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Pick your ride and the certificate will be sent directly to you just in time for the holidays. Let Santa Barbara Soaring help you provide the gift they'll never forget. SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. And Grizz, thank you for hanging in there. Oh, no problem, John. You know I enjoy it when I can. Well, we've we've had a good time. You know, we talked about the drone somewhat. And I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a wait and see. But, you know, obviously they're fun. And for what you do for doing videos, it's a no-brainer. But um, the idea of using them as a piece of equipment on a boat, uh, that sounds really exciting because, you know, I don't know, it's, it's, there's nothing guaranteed, but, you know, any good captain is always looking at the horizon uh, for signs of activity, whether it's a, uh, a finning marlin on the surface or birds, but you need to know the difference between just seeing birds out there and then see them landing on the water or seeing them dive and catching fish. Of course, that's what you're looking for. And depending on how far away they are, at the price of fuel, if you could send something out there to check it out, uh, in, you know, uh, so if you go a mile, that gives you a two-mile radius. And that, uh, at the price of fuel, that might be very effective instead of running all around. Yeah, I just wonder how long the battery will last. Well, you can obviously, you know, they they have different types, but basically you're looking at 20 minutes. And 20 minutes of flight time is a long time. So that's, uh, um, I, you know, I, 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 it, it works, and it, of course it all depends on a lot of different things. But uh, let's get back to the... Uh, um, the technique, if you wouldn't mind, kind of continue where you were about the setup of the uh, uh, the, the spread the you're talking about. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, as I said, remember we got two outriggers out, and we've got ballyhoo on those. 
Then we have on the corner of the boats, you have your other trolling rods, boat rods, and you've, you've got big poppers on them, those big heads with the skirt lures on those popping behind. you got your shotgun out. Now, if you really, really want to go for it all the way, put yourself on a downrigger. And depending on the uh, the bottom, I generally run my downrigger about 85 foot in the water. Mm-hmm. And so you control with that. So you basically, at that, got all bases. Now, most people don't realize that marlin and billfish are not actually feeding on top. What happens is they find the bait down below they push the bait up by chasing it. The bait comes to the surface, and that's why you see it. But a lot of that happens under the water that you don't see. And that's why the bird activities is because they're actually pushing the bait up, and the birds see that, and they're coming down, and they're diving at the bait that the billfish or whatever, the tuna, have pushed up to the surface. But normally that doesn't happen. Everything stays under the water where the eye doesn't see. Right, right. Well, that yeah, okay. I I didn't really think of it about that. That that makes good sense. So because the bait by themselves normally don't hang around on top of the water. So if they're on the top, that means there's something after them. That's right. They're pushing up. Mm-hmm. It's just like rooster fishing. When you see a bunch of fish jumping, and you look and you see you'll see that rooster fish. He came up from below and drives them up. They drive them up so they can see them better because they, that way they can see, you know, they get Chaser. the uh, mm-hmm. profile look for the sun. Right. That's why the fish oh. are better on sunny days. You catch more fish. Oh, okay. Well, because Chris, they see it up. They see the shadows of the fish. They see the profile of the fish. They push them up. They see the sparkle of the it. scales. Right. Makes and that's good what sense. they do. Okay, Grizz, it looks like we ran out of time on this one. Once again, uh, real quickly, uh, go to uh, fishtalkradio.com, listen to the show. Please visit us on Facebook. And Grizz, uh, uh, you want to go to asobonline.com? Is that a good place? Yeah, it's a real good place. And yeah. then on Facebook, you got to see your new boat and the other stuff going on, which is Mike yeah, Ritz. Yeah, that's Mike Ritz. Okay. okay. M-I-K-E-R-I-T-Z. All right. You'll see my logo there, just... Okay, buddy. You can see all kind of stuff. There you go. Okay, talk to you later. Thanks. You gone fishing.